Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Right, welcome to Under the Radar with me, Sean Hughes. I am so delighted. Uh, a man who I admire with all my heart uh, still hasn't been knighted. John Hegley, why, why is that not the situation? Um... Well, maybe I've been castled instead, in, to use some chess uh, terminology. Um, I don't quite... So, you know, knighted. Yeah. Uh, well, that's the knight is the... Knight. Well, I'm just referring it back to the chess pieces. So, you, have, you know, when you castle yeah. in chess... It goes straight. Castled. So, I've been, you know, I've been castled, I've been moved, the rook has been moved there, and then the knight is in the corner. I think that's how it goes. Well, oh, isn't the queen's in the corner? Well, the queen's in the middle, with the king. And then when you, when you castle... You get the queen in your corner, and you get the rook next to them, and three pawns in front. Yeah, but there's no medals, though, is there? There's no medals. No, yeah. but it's quite. I it's, want it's, you to have a, a medal. Re- it's a relatively secure position. Though. Yeah, yeah. Well, relatively. See, because when I came over first, like, uh, you, like, how long have you been doing performance now? Uh, I started at Interaction Community Theatre uh, in 1978. I was busking in 1977. So that, uh, and then first gig at the Earth Exchange, 19. 19- 81. Now, the Earth Exchange, we must tell people, was this beautiful vegetarian restaurant on the Archway Road, which is no longer there. The, the building is there, and I, I look at it fondly as yeah. I go by and remember that basement where we used to go. And it used to be like we'd get about £5 in a free meal. Yes, that's correct. £7 sometimes. And, um, and I can't remember if you had to pay for the dessert or you got the dessert thrown in. That I can't recall. Yeah. We we're going to have to bring out a book about the Earth Exchange. We need to sort that out. But so, because initially, like, would you say, like, you're a musician poet? Um, the, well, the thing, I guess, the things that are always in the show. There's always some singing. There's always some audience joining in. There's always some poems, and there's usually some funny bits. But you are very funny without, you know, that's, that's, that's a given. Like, when I came over first, and it was... See, the circuit used to be so different then, where there was room for variety. But now it's just gone straight stand-up, hasn't it? Well, I've got to say, I haven't seen... I mean, I don't go around, as you said earlier on when we were chatting, around the circuit. I mean, I don't go around a lot of the, of the places and see what's going on. Um, I, I mean, I've t- sort of like Michael Horowitz runs a gig at the Hundred Club, and I go and do that, and that's a, ve- a variety of performers. Right. Uh, and there's, uh, there's a chap called Elvis McGonagall. Have you come across him? No, po- I like his name though. Poet, and uh, and he came on recently at a gig he did, and it had just been after the referendum. The Scot- he's, he's Scottish, and he's, right. he's, he dresses in a very very loud tartan suit, and he came on in that tartan suit and said to the audience. In a Scottish accent, as you can guess, I'm British, which is a lo- really yeah. lovely thing to say. Yeah. Uh, so beautiful. And he's been wearing that. So he could have had that suit made for that day, but it wasn't. Right. So how to adapt your material, literally your material, in that way was a beautiful uh, thing. But in answer to your question, which I didn't really answer, so I, can't, I don't know how much variety of such there is isn't. out there. There isn't any. Well, what tends to happen is things move on, don't they? So well, how say- non-variety can it go before it gets variety? Well, all those people that used to put them on aren't there anymore. Like, casts mm-hmm. were very famously... Well, they still, run, they still run their uh, new Act of the Year competition. 
Yeah, but it'll be mainly stand-up, though, won't it? I don't know, actually, Sean. I don't know. But so, did you make a perfect decision to just say, I'm not bothering with that circuit anymore? Because I no, know... no, no. Because I know you you work in schools a lot, don't you? Uh, I, I work in schools. I do a lot of education, um, but still do. You know, I did Hay Festival, did um, did Glastonbury this year, did Shambhala. Shambhala is wonderful. Um, I don't, I've never heard it's of that. One. A really lovely festival. Really lovely. And, just, and then did Just So, which is a fantastic family festival. Didn't you do the Beverly Folk Festival as yes. well? Because I did that one as well. Oh, yeah. yeah, they were lovely audiences. Lovely. But isn't that that weird one of uh, like, because you're stuck there, and if, like, obviously you, your gig went down well, but if it doesn't, you're pretty much walking around the people who <laughs> have just seen you. Yeah. So it's a yes, bit embarrassing in that you sense. are. Well, you should you move. It's, I mean, the site's not massive, but you can go up to the other end of the site, can't you? Oh, there'll still be people going, I uh, saw you 20 minutes ago. I know, but ago. there'll be less of them. But weirdly, I, uh, I brought out, I, I, years ago I brought out a book of poetry with journalism and stuff and I reprinted it myself remember yes. I showed you yes. and I do about three poems in the long show yep. but people never buy my DVDs they buy the poetry it's books it's funny isn't it yeah. I, I found that, that uh, CDs to books it's one to six yeah it's amazing it isn't is it? amazing isn't it and, so, and encouraging yeah, and encouraging yeah. let's look for the, the encouragements that are out there how many books have you got out now though um, well I think sort of eleven and a half because one had some that were in one previously right and they're usually themed, though, aren't they? Like you, you like to have a, a kind of subject that yeah. you kind of. I guess there's a lot. There's a sort of core line that would be in there. I, yeah, yeah. And a lot of them have been in the recent years have been family oriented. But then now the thread of potatoes. But, yeah. the, but the potatoes and the family. It's the family and the spud. Right. So you, you've been on Padejos for quite a while. Three now. books of Spud. Right. <laughs> That's amazing. And have you got anything new coming, like just simmering in your head? Um, well, I'm doing some stuff. Um, I've been uh, doing some stuff about the French composer Rameau, and I'm trying to do some Baroque dance, uh, which I've been, which I'm very bad at dancing. But um, uh, Bourre is. Uh, so you can you can tell. Yeah. You can describe it, Sean. I, I'll yeah. describe it. At the moment, John's walking towards me. And doing a slight... Right. A little bit of tap. Ah, this is it, this is it. Right. I like it. Round. A little spin round. A bit like Charlie Chaplin. Ah, is it? Ch- ah. So, but that's the little thing, the little movement round of the foot. At the end, that's the bit I'm, I'm trying to get in. And that's, you see, you, you, you got more interested then, didn't you? Well, yeah, especially... Was that three attempts at doing it, or was that part was, of the dance? That was a failure. Well, that's a, a visual for us, a dance on a podcast. But so, And this is part of... Uh, so this is the dance that's going to be important in the new show. Well, I mean, um, I'm doing a show... Well, I'm going to do something at the Roundhouse in May, and I've got a bit of time to prepare it, yeah. just in the studio. And... That I'm hoping in, in a dance studio? Or? No, it's in the studio theatre in the Roundhouse, oh, okay, and I'm hoping you. to put in some some of this movement because I've got a little bit of time to prepare it. But it's taking me a long. I mean, that's three lessons that took me to do that. What? Just one-on-one <laughs> lessons? Or no, no, group. Cecil Sharp House, um, uh, Philippa, she's brilliant. She runs them uh, once a month. So where did you find out about this? Uh, Looked it up on the internet, the amazing facility that's available to us all to find out things. And so what kind of people were there doing this stuff? There was uh, eight of us um, and a variety of ages. I would say everybody was probably... No, the youngest, no, 30, oldest, um, me, probably 61... 
and in between ages and it's very agile some of the people have been doing it a long time and then the movements you see the hand movements right. which are that and that which i haven't got to so how many lessons do you think you're going to have to do for that i think uh, it might be beyond my capacity no it's not oh, this is what i love about you very nice like at 61 you're still trying that new stuff which mm. most people would just go i'm not doing that that's amazing. Well, that might be the wise decision, looking at... It took me four goes to get the uh, but pas de coupe. Don't you do Tai Chi as well, though? I do do Tai Chi. Is that not helping with the agility Did of Did it look movement? like it? Not there, but I thought that <laughs> would have been very helpful. It is helpful. <laughs> yes, yes, it's helpful. It is helpful, actually. And so at the moment now, are you, uh, are you uh, writing new songs all the time, or is it poems that become songs? Um, bit of both. Um, I was I was resident at Keats House two years ago, which was a fun, fantastic thing. Is that in Highgate? Yeah, it's in, in Hampstead, just yeah. over. And um, I was there for sort of, well, I was there for a year really, but the residency where you're there going in a lot is six what, months. What every day? No, you go in as much as you want. Uh, but it, it's, it's it's an amazing place. I've been there once. Yeah, yeah. it's beautiful. Was, was he like really small? He was a smallish man. Yeah, but he also uh, I read his diaries and his in his diaries there's one uh, scene where he sword fences with Mrs. Dilk, his landlady, with celery, and it's just really lovely, isn't it? And so we had the vegetable Olympics at Keats House. Uh, so we were uh, tossing the fennel from the flannel and catching it in the funnel, and we had uh, throw it. Potatoes being rolled along. Of course, the vegetable. But and so, how did you get a job like that? Then Um, I don't know. I mean, it's it's just people you get to be aware of you because you do it for a long time, don't they? Well, see, this is the thing, right? And and I'm not blowing smoke up your ass, but um, you are seen. And I hate because this word's totally overused. But you are a national treasure, Hmm. and like, and you do have a following as well. Hmm. Like when you do a gig, you will sell it out and stuff, aren't you? If it's a small venue, yes. That's and, and, and no, no, but it's, it's people, you know, you people say sell out. Yes, well, I sold one show out at uh, uh, a run in Edinburgh, but you put down sell out. Well, it's not lying, is it? Yeah. <laughs> but you haven't done Edinburgh for a while, have you? I haven't done Edinburgh for three years. Um, I did a lovely little festival there, the Doddington, Duddington Festival in May, which was really beautiful. Um, so I've been to Edinburgh but not done the, the fringe for a while and hopefully when I've got something I can I mean you tend to want to go up there as you when you went up with your show I sensed when you were saying I've got this you know you said yeah. to me I've got this you were excited about it and you wanted to show people it and but, that's what I need to have but I want to show people that dance but what you were saying earlier on as well about like Edinburgh's changed completely as well like when you're talking about there's so many shows mm. Like, you get lost there as well. Now. Yes, but still a phenomenal amount of theatre, isn't it? Oh, it's there? beautiful. It's, it's, a, it's one of the best festivals did in the world. Did you go I, um, no, what I did was, look, I went back to the kind of uh, what Edinburgh was like. I actually did a work in progress in Soho Theatre during August. Yes. You know, the way we used to do in Edinburgh mm-hmm. where you work on new material. Mm-hmm. And there was no reviewers there. They were all up in Edinburgh yep. looking at the young kids. And uh, I got a new show out of it. So I'll take that up for a couple of weeks next year. Oh, good. But so now, are you going to sing us a couple of songs, yeah? Um, this yes, um, we did. We discussed this matter, and um, I'm very happy for you to do it. Um, well, this first one uh, is um, is one that I wrote after reading something in the Guardian maybe four years ago, and it was it was a it's a, a strand where I don't think it's there now, but people would write in their story, and um, this was written by a bus. Uh, a bus driver who was in love with an, another guy, two men, and um, there was it, trouble with his community accepting 
uh, him being in love with another man on the buses. And so this was from his point of view, and uh, I made can I, his story. Can I just point out as well that you used to be a bus driver? Bus conductor. Yeah. So this is from the chap's point of view who wrote this... driver on the 78 I was on the 103 Me, I had always looked pretty straight He was more Freddie Mercury And he was the man for me And we were the talk of the depot Down in Torquay We used to smile and stop for a chat But it was only a little while Before we knew it would be much more than that The place we were driving at Where we'd both wear the trousers And the driver's hat He gave me a silvery cigarette lighter It was brighter than the others It was a zippo Hold on tight for heaven's light When his sickness really began to bite And he had to leave the depot I kept him in touch with which inspector said What to such and such I kept him, I kept him in touch He was so nosy About the bastazzi He'd never hold another steering wheel And I held him in my arms I told him I loved him very much of his hospital bed The linens as white as any swan I went out for a cigarette I came back in and he was gone Sometimes us chaps we had to keep our love under wraps and now Here's a little rhapsody for John Bohemian John You gotta let a little love get a look in You gotta let a little love get a look in The things that people used to say when they found out we were from Torbay. Lovely. And what was that one called? Out on the buses. Okie dokie. And so, do you... Um, can people uh, buy that? Keith played, made, showed me those chords. Those... You end. play quite angrily, don't you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but it makes me feel like you should have a big guitar <laughs> to really get a go. 
but it's um, so. But do you record those now as well, so people can buy them? Uh, I've, yeah, I've got to record that. Really, um, it's beautiful. So, oh, thank you, Sean. Thank you. And um, yeah, I, I need to try and put them down because last time we did a music CD, Nigel and I was nineteen ninety-three, so it's a long time ago, isn't it? God, what, what's happening with Nigel? He used to be Nigel. Um, Nigel is uh, still producing music and um he makes little things with lego little environments where you open a door and the sound comes out so he's still a very much a musical technician nigel but with lego with lego and so because uh, you you had the band as well the politicians they no longer uh, but i saw sue yesterday and said let's do will you do um will you do come and do some of the dance songs politician songs and she said if keith will do it uh, so I've got to ask Keith, but so I hope we'll do it. Big um, reunion on the way. I hope we'll do it. Um, and then, um, and so, because obviously, because like, you do a lot of children's shows as well, don't yes, you? Yes, um, But you love playing to children, don't you? Yeah, I love playing to, I'd love ideally playing to mixed groups. Uh, so we did um, a show, run a night at the Betsy Trotwood on a, every now and then, and we did one recently where we had... Uh, some youngsters from Camden School for Girls in half term and they were sort of 14, 15, little trio and they came and th- a lot of their mates came with their parents and it was fantastic and I thought this is like a French bar where it's where it's all, it's all ages, it's not segregated into kids or adults, it's just people come along and you play to them, just like when I was busking. Yeah. You know, you didn't have a kids or an adults audience, you just had the people that were there. But what do you think it is? Because like, like w- with you, like uh, kids really kind of just kind of stare at you and they're fascinated by you though aren't they where they wouldn't be with a lot more adults um i I mean there's things you can do i mean like that song you might say the content of that song you might think well that's more of sort of an adult song but the thing is it's got a tune and you can move around to it you can even do baroque dance to it so hopefully you can make it accessible and the other thing is if you do something that people don't get for a while it's just like in a conversation you might be left out of the conversation for a bit of the subject so the kids over the edge of the kids or it's below the edge of the adults you can do both. But also, I think one of the words that you didn't use there is because you use a lot of honesty, don't you? And kids relate to honesty. Well, and you, vegetables. You, you, and yes, you, yes, you hope so. Spuds and, spuds, spuds and honesty. And so, um, so your day-to-day now, is uh, are you kind of... Are you chilling out a little bit or are you working really hard every um, day? Well, I, do, I still do go around a lot. I mean, tomorrow I'm going up to Sunderland to do the Northern Children's Book Festival. Uh so that's three days of that, and then I'm doing Colchester Arts Centre, and, and... That's just a full show, yeah? Yeah, and, um, but that'll be hopefully... That's at seven o'clock. I mean, I'm trying to like, start the show early. Right. So I just try and start at seven o'clock and give, uh, on a Sunday and give the, the, the youngsters a chance to come out, because if it's at nine o'clock, well, it's going to make it hard, isn't it? Yeah, I know, but also, like, you know, I don't even uh, answer my door after five o'clock because it's dark. You know, seven o'clock seems very late to me now. Would you not rather do lunchtime shows for the kids? Well, I like doing lunchtime shows. Um, Are you I, not frightened of the dark like the rest of us, John? No, the dark. <laughs> oh, the dark. Yes. See, I've put that idea into your head now. You'd be well, the straight radio, home. The radio, really. The podcast. The dark cast. The cast of dark podness. Well, now you're frightening me. Not even the dark now, just a mention <laughs> of it. And so, um, so I didn't realise so you're doing lots and lots of gigs then. Well, I mean, I've just been chugging along doing the gigs, but, uh, you, uh, you know, if you, don't, if you get a publicist and they'll go and say, look, he's doing all these gigs. Yeah. But you, you don't, you don't you always don't need to. Well, no, you do, you do need them because sometimes not many people come. But there's sometimes when you feel, I really want to get somebody to promote this because I really want you to see sure, this different yeah. thing. 
But weirdly, Stuart Lee always quotes you about, um, you uh, said to him years ago, he said, Stuart, you only need about 2,000 people that like you and you make a living out of that. Yes, well, there's a difference, isn't there, between making a living and making um, yourself very, very put about the place. They're two different things. But, like, you don't strike me as someone who would just do everything that's put your way, though. Well, it's hard to say no sometimes, though, isn't it? But you do, you still do a fair bit of radio, yeah? I do bits of radio. There's actually, you can still hear the thing I did about Ramo. So I did a Radio 4 programme about that. And you, you go to my website, you can find that, and press something, and you can get to that. You, have, you haven't pressed it yet, though, no? I haven't pressed it, no. <laughs> I listened to it with, with Jane uh, in her car, coming, I've got to say, coming back from a gig in, uh, in Norfolk. And was that quite a hard sell for Radio 4, or were they going, no, we'd just like you to do stuff for us, John? Um, well, they was, we, they, I've got to say, we did try to get it on Radio 3 to start with. Megan, who, Megan Jones was the producer, works uh, as Radio 3 producer. They didn't want it. Um, but Radio 4, fortunately, did, would take it. And did Radio 3 tell you why they didn't want it? Um, it seems like no, 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 with the, the classical darkness, station. That was the darkness. That was oh, underground, the underground, potato darkness. And it was a straight, oh, no... I think it was just straight now. Did you actually give them, like, did you go in and talk to them about There was what? no court talking. There was, did they let you into the room? No. <laughs> Megan told me they just said no. And, uh, but she said she'd try Radio 4. Well, good on you. And so have you got any more stuff like that coming up? We're going to have another chat, Megan and myself, and see if there's any other thoughts we can put Have you got anything there. in your mind? Um, well, doing that was lovely. I mean, going and... Talking to the people who were the, like I talked to the to the choreographer of the Ramo uh, opera that was in London and spoke to them and and sort of trying to sort of gen up as you say, sure, on, yeah. on the on the subject and and talking to people and just knowing enough to be able to speak the language. I never learned to speak French, but it was nice to be able to speak about Ramo. I mean, he was an amazing guy, um, and I do recommend people to to find his music. It's so your website I take is johnhegley dot com. John Hegley. Uh, .co.uk Right, yeah. The people can find it. I find that really odd. Like, I, I'm not really into the whole internet, but I appreciate there's great information out there, but people will get in touch on Facebook and go, uh, they say, oh, did you do such and such? And I go, yeah, check out my website. And they go, what's your website? I'm going to have a wild fucking guess. <laughs> it's not that hard, you know? But so, so but, you're getting a bit angry there, Sean. No, just truthful, honest. Do you want to play? Do you want to, yeah. Give us, a, give you the give us, give us then. a lovely song then, John, to finish off with. Um, to put me in a better mood. Okay. Um, well, let's have a. Should we have a Poptician song? Oh, we, brilliant! Yeah. It's not going to be Eddie, is it? Uh, let's have. Should we have Private? Okay. And so I'll tell you what. I'll try and do it with the. Uh, I'll try and do it in the, with the key change, which I've not. Um, I've only we, we, we did it once at the festival. You're being too honest now. We did it at the festival gym and it was lovely. The, okay. And uh, we've done it with a key change. So Keith said, "Put the key change." So right. Keith Moore, he's, he's don't let us down, John. There's a notice in my drive. It says private. That's the way to stay alive in private. To my windows, don't look into me eyes. I'm not a public enterprise. I don't hold hands or give my heart. I am one big private part. A life apart is the life for me. I wanna live in privacy. I wanna be private, strictly private. 
and all questions waste my time It's none of your business if it's any of mine Don't ask me if I've got the time Don't ask me if I've got a light I might have, but then again I might not What's it got to do with you? Tear or two, but I find a toilet before I do. It's the kind of thing that I always do. I'm sorry I asked all those questions now. Didn't realise you didn't want to let us know anything. Uh, Joe, before you go, um, you, what I love about you again is you always have a new obsession. So what is your latest obsession that you're just getting into? Well, spuds. There's a lot, there's a lot to be done with spuds, but handkerchiefs. 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 Yeah, I was just reading this lovely poem, um, D.H. Lawrence poem, and just thought because they're in the Morris and there's various things, but just sort of look at there's a lot of use of hankies isn't there yeah but there's just this lovely moment in the dh lawrence poem where he's, he just he just he flaps at the bats it's a lovely poem man and bat beautiful beautiful poem and he just flaps at the bat with his hanky and i just love the, the idea of dh lawrence doing that maybe a little bit morris dancey though well yeah but, but um i can't imagine two things there i can't imagine the handkerchief having any kind of impact <laughs> on the bar and bats are very hard to find <laughs> so he had one in here there was one in his room really yeah what? So he, he held one as a prisoner? It, it, he didn't want it in there. He did not want it in right, there. Well. Go and find it. It's I will, I will. Um, well, listen, thank you so much for coming in, and good luck with all the shows. And keep it going as well, because as I say, I haven't seen you uh, for ages, so I'd love to see you perform again soon. And uh, maybe Edinburgh. Maybe, Sean. But listen, you've been an absolute delight. And as I say, uh, for anyone who hasn't heard of John Hegley before, you young whippersnappers, check out the website, because there's plenty of stuff on there. I don't know how much... um, I think there's enough... You've never looked at it, have you? There's enough to... There's there's some nice... There's some lovely little animations. Right, of handkerchiefs. Tiny. But there's none yet. Right. But your next thing will be handkerchiefs. I I think some hanky work. Okay. I'm going to go home now and eat some potatoes. Uh, you've been listening to Under the Radar with me, Sean Hughes, where our very special guest, John Hegley. Thanks very much for listening. <laughs>